All right, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 36 of the Person Frame Rates podcast. I am the Silent Gamer, and once again, my host, Bill's Fourth, is here. And um, we're just going to take you guys on a, a ride for about an hour or so, give you guys a rundown of what we feel about this week's topics and news of the week as far as sports and sports gaming. But before we get started, I want Bills to give us an intro. What's going on? Chilling, man. Chilling. Watched the games this past weekend, of course. Um, wasn't much going on with college football. No, but... I mean, college football, I want to talk about college football, but it doesn't get good until, like, mid to late season. Like, the only good story right now is Kentucky. Yeah. K- Kentucky's playing good ball, but other than that... They're in the cupcake part of the schedule right now. Yeah, like most teams are. Like Kentucky's like the only team I see right now is actually taking down some teams and you know, that's basketball school and they're actually looking good. But mm-hmm. um what else, man? What else on your mind? But yeah, um, you know, I got Jimmy Butler possibly headed to my team. I'm pretty upset about that. Uh you know. But um, you know, you got media day with the NBA yesterday, I believe it was. Yeah, the day before, that, was so. that was yesterday. We could touch on that a little bit. Um, oh yeah, I mean you know, just playing these games, and thank God 2K is still in a good place. No patches, no no crazy, crazy patches, stuff. no crazy patches. They actually did a good uh, job of giving out a decent patch that we've been looking for since 2K16, but we're not going to go there. That. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, um, speaking of playing these games, uh, I want to touch on this really quick. I have a crazy backlog. If everybody, you know, people who know, this channel has been re- revived because of the fact that I bought a house. Um, me and the wife got everything together, moved in. Even after I moved in, I made the mistake of buying games as we moved in. So I never had a chance to play any games. And on top of that, um, I've been playing other stuff. And there's not a knock on it because I've been playing mostly sports titles. But now since I got everything settled and, um, well, I got settled twice. I got the game room together. And since, you know, since we moved in here, Found out my wife was pregnant, so I moved some games downstairs. So I've been doing a lot of moving and still buying games. I just now stopped buying games like the past two weeks or so. And with that being said, I realized I have about almost 50 games that I want to play that I haven't gotten gotten to yet. Now, within the past week or this past weekend, um, I knocked out three of those games. So I'm down to probably between 47 and 45 games left. Uh, Madden has been put on the back burner and, and I don't want people to think oh he hates Madden and he puts down Madden no this is a legit reason why I put down Madden I just want to play other games and I just haven't had the chance so um, I've been trying to figure out how to tackle this backlog and I mean, we're just going to touch on this really quick um, I don't want to have a schedule because of um, it just feels like playing games is a chore and that's not fun um, I don't want to go alphabetical order. I thought about that, but what if the next game in line is just it just sucks? And uh, I'm interested in it, but I know I'm not going to you know play it as much as I want to, and that'll create a longer time to finish the backlog. Or should I just take a shot in the dark and just pick up a game and just put it in the console or boot up the PC and play? Um, I've been talking to Bills about this prior to starting, and just let everybody know what you told me I should do. Yeah, I thought it was the, you know, randomly pick up whatever game you want to play. Um, just basically because as gamers, most of us, you know, I know I do, have gamer ADD. Right. And, you know, we'll want to play a game and something will pop in our head about another game and it'll say, well, you know, I actually want to play that game. They put that game in. And then a couple minutes later, you're like, yeah, this game is cool, but kind of want to play this one. So, you know, in that situation where you have so many games on a backlog, you know, you'll eventually get to all of them. You know, it's just a matter of um, playing what you feel like playing in that moment. Right. I mean, see, this, is, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I did not buy Spider-Man yet. I did not buy Spider-Man. Like, this is another game that I know when I start playing it, I'm going to put it down. I'm halfway done with God of War. For one reason why I'm halfway done with God of War, because my wife's been watching me play, but all my games were upstairs and with her being pregnant, you know, I don't want her to be running up and downstairs watching me play, even though she really wants me to play it. Now I got the, I put the system down here downstairs. So now I probably will get around to that. But like all mm-hmm. these new games, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is about to come out. Battlefield 5 is coming out, which I'm kind of like on the fence with that. But on Call of Duty, I'm actually looking forward to that. You know, there's some games that are coming. I, I'm actually 
I'm actually looking forward to Forza Horizon 4. And I, you know I'm a motorsport guy. But I saw some of the stuff on motorsport, I mean, on Forza Horizon. I'm like, yo, I might try this. So Those screenshots were amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, look, yeah. you you thought, you and, and, and nothing to take away from it, because Gran Turismo Sport looks beautiful. Forza Horizon 4 is like just, just about, about to beat them. And that's that's a hard task. And the thing was, Forza Horizon 3, I just finished Forza Horizon 3, DLC and everything. Uh-huh. Man, that game was gorgeous. That game looks better than Gran Turismo Sport, which is saying a lot. I mean, I want to get, the only reason why I want to get Forza Horizon 3 is for the Hot Wheels DLC. I want to get it because of that, but I'm not, I'm it not a Horizon fun, but guy. I'm going to you, there's not enough, uh, there's not enough races to probably uh, keep you um, interested. Right. That's yeah, the see, issue that's the that thing. I had with Forza Horizon 3 was overall, the game was very short. Yeah, I see, that's the thing. I need to become, I need to become a Horizon type gamer. I need to play Forza Horizon more because I'm, I, I've always been, I mean, this goes back to Jesus what Gran Turismo 2 I mean I've always been that sim style driving racing game and if I want to play anything arcade I want to run from the cops on Need for Speed it was either one or the two it wasn't nothing in between like a Forza Horizon or Project Gotham Racing which is a very good game um, mm -hmm. Metropolis Street Racing that was on the Dreamcast another good one I, I, I just been I know they're good games. It's just that if I'm racing, I want to be racing to win trophies, or I want to run from the cops and get away. It was never in between, so I need the. I, I think Forza Horizon Four is going to be that game. So, but I mean, like I said, I think I, I want to know what people who listen to the podcast. I want to know what you guys think. Should I take Bill's advice? I'm leaning towards taking that. But um, like I I have most of those games that's in my backlog. I bought those downstairs. I took them off the shelf, off the game room up there. And um, I got them right here, and I, I think I'm just going to take your advice. I just, But I want to know other people's methods or whatever the case may be, how they handle that. So um, that's that's that on the backlog there. I mean, I have, an issue. I have the same issue on um, on a smaller scale because, like I said, I just beat Forza Horizon 3 before 2K came out. Um, now I got 2K, which you can go and play anytime. It's not really story-based, but I still got Uncharted 4 I need to finish. Still got God of War I need to finish. Assassin's Creed 3, the only one I didn't play. Um, that I wanted to play. That one's being remastered, which I was waiting for. So no, that, that's part that of uh, the, the the entire Assassin's Creed series is in my backlog. Yeah, and so, I mean, I just uh, I never got into it, but I wanted to play it. My nephew has been begging me to play it. Right. I mean, you got Red Dead um, coming out. Obviously, you got Call of Duty, which I never really played a campaign, but that's gonna suck a ball of my time. I'm I'm actually surprised you haven't played a campaign in Call of Duty. Those things are great. No, no, not a campaign, but I'm saying I'm not gonna play that one. I haven't played one since I want to say Black Ops. Okay, if you played from Black Ops back, okay, I, I get it. Because yeah, I mean, me. after after Black Ops two, the campaigns has been the whole hum. The campaigns yeah. prior to that were like great. I mean, even Call okay. of uh, even Call of Duty two. On the 360 was like a really good campaign. Yeah, I mean, I played um, I played the Battlefield 4 campaign. I played the Bad Company 2, which man, that that campaign. That's a amazing. good one. That's a good one. That one and Medal of Honor, the the one from 2010, is another good one. That that's. I was it. wishing they had one in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I I was wishing they had some type of campaign. The way that game plays and the mechanics of that game and what you do in that game, I think they could have came up with a real good storyline for it. And a, another one that a lot of people don't look at, and I, I understand why, Battlefield Hardline has a very good campaign as well. It, it I think that's way better than the uh, multiplayer. And the multiplayer was fun. So, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, but... um. What we're gonna to jump to next? So uh, after backlogs, we're gonna talk about. Uh, oh goodness, what was what was that I wanted to talk about? Um, shoot, man, I just jumped off. It just jumped off the cliff. I just forgot it that quick. See, we just uh, tried. See, that just showed you. That just showed you we just do things off the cuff. We don't even remember. Homeboy from Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about Kelly Bryant. No, I want to talk about that. Uh, oh Jesus, I don't forgot what else we was gonna talk about. Cause I, I want to jump on that when we get to sports. Um. Dang. Um, what? Whatever. You just want the to go Fortnite with... thing? That's what it was. The crossplay thing. We didn't even talk about it in the beginning, but still, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, okay. 
And this happened today. Matter of fact, two good things happened today, but I'm not even going to talk about the Nintendo Switch stuff. I know people are just going to jump off the cliff, but yes, you can get your saves. You can get your saves after 180 days if you um, unsubscribe from Switch Online. That's a good thing. I don't have an issue with that. And that's the end of that. Anyway, um, cross-play across um, PlayStation, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Also PC. It's a big thing. They're starting with Fortnite, like you said, the Fortnite thing. And uh, it's just going to... I think it's going to expand to the point where we're going to get like matches between people against on xbox on battlefield 5 the red dead redemption online um i could see it happening with uh the call of, i think the call of duty battle royale was perfect for crossplay. um in other games to come um racing games um let's say for instance if um project cars come out with another game and or a set of corsa comes out with another game and you can do you know those type of crossplay things um, NBA 2K obviously Madden you know, that'd be great um, yep. I, I, I just um, I just think it's a good thing it's about time Sony started listening because people been wanting uh, cross play ever since it was announced and Sony dug their heels in and said they didn't mm-hmm. want to do it but the power of players powers of gamers always win when you you know really speak out and voice your opinion Save 65 crew if you convince people to actually, you know, lend their voices out in a uh, more, you know, you know, persuasive manner. You can yeah. probably get things done, but, you know, you know, there ain't no reason to beat that dead horse. But things change when gamers decide to unite. And this is one of the things that uh, that has happened. And it's a great thing for gamers overall. Um, yeah. Any thoughts you have? Oh, uh, no, I think it's great, especially for shooters. Um, you know, we have a situation where if you got Battlefield 5 on Xbox and I got Battlefield 5 on the PS4, we will be able to eventually play together. And, you know, of course, there's a the small issue of all these people that like to have these console wars and talk about, you know, this side is a better side for gamers this side is a better side for gamers well this might be a possibility to show yeah, you know, really you know, you know, which forget. side is better but see this is the problem with fanboys fanboys talk about how good the console is which console is better let's talk about those gaming skills you exactly. go get your xbox dudes and go up against the playstation 4 guys and i want to see exactly. how well y'all do when y'all play battlefield together i would you exactly. know what i would love you know what this will expose a lot of people i would love to see and i doubt it if it happened because the game's so old I would mm-hmm. love to see them do this with Battlefield Four, because that oh, game that game is perfect for this. I would course. love definitely, and this would make people people will run from insurgency. Once insurgency comes on on console, because it's supposed to come on console next year, people are going to mm-hmm. run from that game if they have that type of interaction with people. That game that is no, it, that, that game is no Fortnite. Frills. Yeah, Fortnite yeah. is another one. Another that's one. uber like crazy, crazy competitive. Yes, that would be interesting to see. Um, especially if somebody was to stream it, if you get two pro gamers that you know play on console and they were gonna stream it, it would be interesting. Yeah, I mean so, a, these games, yeah. those type of games, even though that is is whimsical and funny, that you know yeah. off off brand that Fortnite is, it does take a lot of skill to play. But it takes skill with the controller or the mouse and keyboard. How well you were good at, you know your your your, your finger hand eye coordination skills with Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Right, like a game like Battlefield or so yeah it takes some hand-eye coordination but you need to be tactical you need to know what you're doing you need some brains and I'm gonna be honest a, oh, lot, of, a lot of fanboys don't have brains they don't no, of course not you so know, I mean and, when, when you got these situations where I mean especially another good thing is I was just thinking of a day about how much it sucks you know you created a my player I got a my player hopefully they add it soon to 2k19 so we can play on park together too yeah I mean you know it, a lot, the Fortnite people from Epic Games basically exposed this. They the ones mm-hmm. that said that they can do crossplay with the flip of a switch. It, yeah. it takes nothing for them to do it because it's not necessarily the the consoles is the problem. It's the people behind the scenes that are that are running these games with these servers. Because uh-huh. you know, if Fortnite on Xbox One and Fortnite on PS4 you know they're playing online, it's all going to the same server that for the Fortnite guys are running. Mm-hmm. It's not the PlayStation thing. It's just it just blocks them because it's a 
PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. That's the only thing that's blocking it. It's not necessarily the servers that Fortnite is running. Right. I so, mean, proof of that is it's not like 2K servers are better on Xbox and PS4. They're ass on both. Yeah, the actual 2K servers is the ass, is, is the problem. Right. It's not, you know, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, it, it's nothing for these companies to do it. They just need to get the go-ahead from... That's why Sony's been the one to saying, oh, it, Sony, I mean, PlayStation's the best place to play. And it's like, yo, it's that's not the point. And, you know, you're, you're, you're alienating your gamers from other gamers. You know, people are going to people are going to flock to your console regardless. People are going to flock to the console they want regardless. It doesn't matter if it's crossplay or not. It's just the fact that these gamers want that incentive to play with mm-hmm. other people who ha- happen to have these other consoles. And I think yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, fanboys aside, us gamers just want a game with our friends, just like you. You have a PS4. I have a PS4, but you have NBA 2K19 or Xbox One X because you know mm-hmm. that the game is graphically and it performs for the most part, it performs better on the X or like any other game, Madden or any other game that comes out, it performs, the third party games perform better on the X. So it's like, okay, I want to play with you and you have a PS4, let's do it. It it has nothing to do with, oh man, I don't want to mess with him, he's an Xbox guy. I mean, that's the stuff that the fanboys deal with. The people with brains are the ones that's like, look, man, I want to play with my homie. He decided to get an Xbox, but there's no difference in the actual game, honestly. Just flip the switch and let us play so I don't have to go buy this other $500 console because, like I said, for Sony or like any other company, it hurts gamers because they just want to play. They, I mean, for the most part, they don't care where they play on. Yeah, there's something that could really bring the community together. Like I said, when you come online and you start playing with these people, on you know battlefield and all these other shooters and strategy games and playing park and pro-am or whatever it may be you know it's a good opportunity to bring the community together you know you don't have to have this this war of xbox versus ps4 or xbox versus playstation i should say it it would it would just be you know i met a lot of cool people yes they have this console no it doesn't matter we can still play together yeah we still i mean i was saying i I mean like i said i found I found some great dudes to play on the park or NBA 2K mm-hmm. on PS4. I have live on Xbox. There's some great dudes over there that I've played, you know, a lot of live run with. You know, I mean, outside of these kids who are just trying to exploit these games, especially 2K, there are some kids on the park that's just ridiculous. And oh, you, absolutely. You can find, like, three or four guys to run with that just want a ball. It's cool. And I found some guys like that. Live, definitely, I mean, I mean, they have no choice. They they gotta have friends over there. I mean, not not the game, but they have no choice. They gotta stick together. Of course. Over there. But when they do stick together, is it's a beautiful thing to play with people who aren't trying to be funny. Absolutely. And like, say for instance, like I know some guys here, whatever the case may be. I know a homeboy over here who just won a ball on PlayStation. Let's go ahead and get him, and we all can play together across the consoles. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it it just unites gamers. And at the end of the day, these companies would want. To for their players to unite and and want to just game because the I see we're Red Dead coming out. Yeah, I mean that too, you know, in Battlefield and and, and Call of Duty and, I, and like I said and GTA Online, which is still uh, huge. Let me tell you something right now. If GTA, if GTA, but see, I think it'd be brilliant for GTA to do it. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Bills. Mm-hmm. If GTA do crossplay with their online service, it is what now 2018. We probably yep. won't. We probably won't see a GTA Six to probably like 2023. 2023. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Yeah, I can imagine that. Because you got to think about it. This game's been out since 2013, and people and, are still on it heavy. And not only that, Bills. It's not that people are not just on it. This game's still be in the top ten, top fifteen every month in MPD sales. Mm-hmm. Five years later, the game is. They still... seriously. That game seriously has to be in consideration for the greatest video game of all time, based on success. Absolutely. Absolutely, gotta be. And it, it, like I said, if they do crossplay and let these people go on crossplay with PC, because I mean, even though the game runs better on PC, it's not mm-hmm. that big of a difference. No one with with, with GTA Five, no one necessarily gets an advantage of playing together. I mm-hmm. played on I played on um PC and PS3 and PS4. It's not that big of a, an advantage. I mean, PC obviously looks better, but like I said, it's not like that. So if they decide to do crossplay with that particular game, you can kiss 
GTA 6 goodbye. Could you imagine all the shit that people will be doing across cross play on that game it's that they're not doing now? It'll be, be insane. So, I mean, I would love it, but just don't worry about G- don't worry about another Grand Theft Auto in general for the next probably four or five years. Because, yeah. I mean, they'll be making bank. They're already making bank off it now. But, um, but that's another thing, Bills. MPD sales with GTA 5 still be in the top 10, top 15, top 20. You got to understand, these are not used copies of these games. Nah. They don't, MPD don't follow used copies. These are new copies of games that are being sold. Yep. And five years later, it still be at the top. That's that's insane. Every um, time you go into the game store, it's still up there. Most played. Yep. Uh, most the, popular. Buy the shot cards. Yes. You know, buy this, buy this. Or they're coming out with different DLC again. I'm like, you don't, you don't make yep. new DLC for a game that's dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. A game that's falling off, you don't make new DLC for it. So uh, that that just tells you. Um, enough of the game and stuff. I mean, we, I think we we've, we've covered a lot on that. Those are the two main things. You know, Nintendo Switch makes it three. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Nintendo Switch. People love people love Nintendo Switch. I'm not knocking it. But it, to me, it's just it's is. I keep more. I keep saying that it's for me because my son is on the way, and I have more time to to be with my child, and I need something to play. So as a handheld, is on the go. Man, look, I I bought an entertainment. I had room in my bedroom, so I bought an entertainment system down from the um, game room, and I bought like four or five of my consoles. Mm-hmm. I got the bat. I got the bassinet on the side for the baby. I don't think I'm gonna need a switch. You know, I mean, I don't think I, I bought my PC down. I'm about to put a, I'm about to put a desk over here in this corner, right on the other side of the corner where the the entertainment says I'm good. And the yep. main thing is, you know, Crystal's good with it because Crystal's like, look, I don't like it when you're upstairs all the time. It was cool, but once she found out I was pregnant, or not me, but once she found out she was pregnant, she was like, look, I'm tired of calling your name. So it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I, it's because I was what I was going to do. I was going to put a bed upstairs. Which I'm still going to do. I'm going to put a couch in a bed. and I'm going to do all that up there. But it's like, it, 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 why don't I just like just bring the stuff down here instead of trying to bring it up there? And then her, right now she's at six months, you know, eight, nine months. I mean, that would be stupid for me to have her going upstairs like that. It's like, bring the stuff down here. So. Right. So, I mean, most of my stuff up there, I got four. I got five of my consoles down here in the PC. That leads with twelve other consoles upstairs. <laughs> Jesus, this is ridiculous, man. One day I need to do an update on a tour of the room, and you know I need to do that. It's pretty cool. But anyway, let's talk about some uh, sports, um, real life sports. Um, I know you've been talking about this uh, Jimmy Butler thing. I want you to go ahead and vent about Jimmy <sighs> Butler. This whole situation about him at the Timberwolves knew at the end of the day it was a bad idea. My Bulls won the trade. <laughs> Yes, we got the better deal of the trade, I believe, because Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Absolutely. Butler. And um, I love my baby Bulls. We'll, we'll talk about that once the season starts. And um, But let's talk about Jimmy Butler, man. Let's, 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 how you feel? How you really feeling about that? I mean, first, let's go back to the trade. All right. Okay. Now, folks folks don't really know this. You know, they, they might they, – they look at it and they say, well, you got a superstar two-guard and he's a great two-way player. But let's actually look at this. Okay. The Timberwolves basically gave up their young core of players that they had gotten after Wiggins in Carl Anthony Towns. Gave right. up Levine, gave up Chris Dunn. Lowry Markinen would have been on their team if they yeah. had that draft pick. And that kid's <laughs> looking good right now. I, I, I like him. I like right, him right now. Like, like, right now. like his first year, he's like beating Steph Curry as most threes in a season. Not thinking like most threes in a, in a certain amount of games or something like that. I mean, yeah. he, he's really good. He's like 6'11". So like, yeah. Um, and now, after you do that, you're not even going to have him going into the season. Right. You got one season out of him. Not even one season. He got injured. You don't even have one season out of him. Just, he's a diva. He's, he's the type of guy that wants touches and he wants the ball in his hands, but he doesn't want any type of responsibility. He's like a little Marcus Aldridge on the wing. He he thinks he thinks he's this crazy superstar, but folks forget when IT's sister died in that car crash, the Bulls were up 2-0. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2-0, and Jimmy Butler was doing nothing to contribute to that. Really, you know, it was you know, Wade you, and it was Rondo. 
Yeah, now I'm about to say, I'm about to say, you know who the guy who was, who was that guy was Rondo. He was that Rondo. guy in the play. Wait, the playoffs come, Rondo always balls. Yeah, look what he did with the look what he did with the Pelicans. Yeah, look what he did with the Pelicans. You know, he always exactly. ball. Yeah. So Rondo came and showed out. Wade played well. I don't know what happened. Rondo dislocated his finger or uh, hurt his wrist or broke his hand. Something. Yeah. He missed the remainder of the series. These dudes lost four to two. Where was Jimmy Butler at? Where was the superstar at? Oh, he's nowhere to be found. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so now I'm hearing that the Heat are the top team in the running to get this clown. For what? Now, I understand Deion Waiters came into camp overweight. That's to be expected. He had weight problems at Syracuse. But that's not his position, though. And that's also not. Well, he, he plays a two. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Plays, oh, yeah, I forgot Jimmy Butler plays a two. I don't know why they thought he played the three. Yeah, so, I mean. It's going to be overloaded two position. How many twos do we need? Wayne Ellington, he'll probably get traded. But then you got Josh Richardson who can play the two. Tyler Johnson who can play the two. Dwayne Wade who can play the two. Deion Waiters, who was supposed to be one of our better players. It's like, what are we giving up to get this clown? He might not even re-sign here. I just, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't like him. <laughs> I just... I, I, I hate this whole situation. People were trying to, ooh, Jimmy Butler's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good when he has no type of responsibility. Look yeah. at when he played with Wade and Noah. Nobody paid attention to him. He's I decent. mean, I mean, even look when he had when Derrick Rose was healthy and him and Derrick Rose played. I mean, clearly he wasn't even trying to. The only reason why he tried to start to take over because he knew Derrick Rose was declining after injury. If, if right. Derrick if Derrick Rose never got injured, you we would have probably saw a guy who was constantly. Just trying to sit back and and try to just yeah. di- dictate instead of trying to actually ball. People are 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 coming to the defense of Jimmy Butler and rashing Cat and Wiggins, talking about oh they haven't gotten any better. Well, for two guys that made up a team of young players that was supposed to be the next up and coming team in the league, how do you call them soft and oh they haven't improved? Like well, when you're not touching the ball, Andrew Wiggins. When you're not touching the ball, cat, how can you improve? Right. I still I, I think Wiggins I, I think Wiggins is being held back because of this. I, I think yeah. I mean and there's a little bit you can make a case that his play hasn't been stellar, but no. clearly you can tell like most players do well when they have the ball in their hand. So of it's course. like yeah, you can make a case for that, but it's not like he had every opportunity to to be to be excellent, you know. So right. I, I totally get it. So it's like I, I think that it's a good move to move on from him, even though the owner or the GM or something like that trying to refute it. I think they just need to go ahead and cut bait because the way Jimmy Butler game is is not suited for the guys on that team. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, I, I just it's just not suited. So I, I think I, he I just. just... Need to... It's crazy to me. It's like, I like him as a perimeter defender, but when you start trying to look at this dude like he's a superstar or he's can be the best player on a team that goes far in the playoffs, I just don't see it. He had the opportunity to be that, and we saw what happened. Well, I mean, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. He didn't have the opportunity when he got to Minnesota. He had the opportunity of that when he was in Chicago, and Chicago knew what was going on. That's why they traded him. So it's not like this is a problem that happened, you know, once he got to Minnesota. I mean, I'm a Bulls fan. I saw it myself. I know. You know, I I don't have nothing against Jimmy Butler, but, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You were supposed to be that guy to carry that torch once Derrick Rose went down because people could say with... People can say what they want about Derrick Rose and his his decline of his play, but it was clearly just because of injury. It wasn't because he just got worse. No, of course. Derrick Derrick Rose gave it 110% all the time to the point where he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals literally by himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People were like begging for Derrick Rose to get a two guard forever. And it's like once he got it, Jimmy Butler was like, "Eh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't know. It's. To me, I, I feel for you if he goes down to the heat because I'm not saying he's a team destroyer, but, I mean, that's another young nucleus that kind of the only mentorship they need is Dwayne Wade. They don't they don't need anybody else, no. in my opinion. 
No, they don't. They they really don't. It's just this is going to make Hassan Whiteside even worse. He's going to touch the ball less. I just don't like this situation at all. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I can't fight it any, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks. Um, we're going to talk about another disgruntled player, or I ain't going to say Jimmy Butler's disgruntled, but he can make other players disgruntled. But we're going to jump off to another player that a lot of people um, really haven't had a chance to digest because of everything else is going on in the NFL, which we will touch shortly as well. Um, Kelly Bryant for Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's going to transfer out of um, – he said he has an intention to transfer out of Clemson because of Trevor Lawrence is getting a starting job. Now, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. This guy, Kelly Bryant, fantastic quarterback. I've seen some things about him that's a little shaky, but, you know, he just – he just pretty much started to take the reins of being the quarterback there ever since Deshaun Watson left. And for, but for the most part, he's been doing a very good job, you know. And mm-hmm. now a lot of people say Trevor Lawrence, he's a freshman. He comes in, he can move the he moves the offense a little better with him in the in the you know in the uh, while he's on the field. But it's like I I, I can see why people can say that why Trevor Lawrence got it, it's okay. But me, I don't think it's fair because Kelly Bryant didn't do anything to lose a job. That, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I, I just think it's a, it, it's just a bad look on Dabo Sweeney. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're winning, nothing really looks bad on you. But um, no. I think Kelly Bryant's going to go ahead and leave. I don't know where he's going, but wherever he goes, it's going to be fine. Um, yeah. I, to me, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, I just think it, it just felt like it was kind of a, it's it just kind of messed up because I, I like Kelly Bryant's game. You know, I really thought he was a, you know, he was able to really lead that team to a national title. Not saying that Trevor Lawrence can't, but if you have a player that just not doing anything, you know, just doing it, not, they're not doing anything wrong. I don't see where the issue is to where um, Trevor Lawrence takes the job. You know, but like I said, people can say people did say that the offense did move a little better, but I don't see anything different. Um, yeah, we're seeing some turnover with quarterbacks across um, the country this year. I mean, obviously you have the Notre Dame quarterback who wasn't playing too bad, but now they put in, uh, you know, the other guy. And you know, I don't really know the names of these dudes. I just kind of watch the games. No, I mean, um, it's funny because I'm a Notre Dame fan too, and I still yeah, haven't. I mean, yeah, you can sit here and you look at Alabama, what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. Tua, Tua took the job. And I understand, I, well, I don't understand why um, Nick Saban is still trying to run this two-quarterback system. Um, I, I never was a fan of Jalen Hurts being a quarterback. Yeah, he – I, I, I never I was a fan really, of he really, truly has a soft spot for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And the issue is – that when you have a soft spot for Jalen Hurts, but you know Tua is clearly the better quarterback, it's kind of a catch twenty two in that situation. Can can, can does Jalen Hurts have hands? Because Alabama uh, can, Alabama can use know. a big receiver, and I mean he's gonna be a receiver if he goes to the NFL. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but that's saying Kelly. I'm not I'm about to say Kelly Bryant. Um, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball. I, no. I mean, everybody tell me he's improved or whatever. And even if he could throw the ball, he can't throw it better than Tua. One deep ball every four weeks doesn't mean shit. I mean, two of them throw a deep ball every four. I mean, every four seconds. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you know what I'm saying. I mean, just I mean, Alabama receivers are, as far as size go, they're like average size receivers. Jalen Hurts is a six two, almost six three. You know, body mass. Mm-hmm. Just put him in receiver and then stop it. Um, Georgia, eh, somewhat has. I mean, I don't think Justin Fields is ready. He does yeah. show some promise, but Jake Fromm is just clearly the better quarterback right now. Yes. So I mean yes. that you know those two that you have an issue there. Um, Justin Fields is um, patiently waiting, and I think the thing now is I think a lot of coaches are starting to realize it's like yo, these players are not going to sit behind other quarterbacks. So what they do is they make them go out and compete every week. And they compete against each other every week in practice. And if you do good, you're going to get the start. Kind of what happened, I think that's probably what happened here with the Clemson thing. Because 
if you look at the stats, right now, um, Bryant is 36 for 54 for 461, two touchdowns, one interception. Lawrence is 39 of 60 with 600 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, mm. you look at the touchdowns, I can see where that is going, where he made more touchdowns, he thrown for more touchdowns, so I can see where people will be like, okay, that's the reason why to put him in. But I, I can probably see where it probably happened in practice because if you look at um, Dabble Sweeney's pedigree, that's the way he that's the way he does it. If you're not doing good in practice, if you don't go hard in practice, you're not going to play. Dabo right. Sweeney is an understudy of Nick Saban. Nick Saban does the same thing. If you're not good in practice, you're not going to play. You yep. know, I mean, that's just how it's. That's just how it's always been. Um, so yeah. I, I, I can see where it's going, and I think other coaches are starting to feed off of that. You see, with Nick Saban, you had uh, Will, not Will Muschamp, but um, uh, the quarterback and the quarterback, the coach for Georgia, Curry Smart. Mm-hmm. He was an understudy of Nick Saban, and he's doing the same thing now. Justin Fields. Bet number one dual threat in the country as far as dual threat quarterback, he just can't pull the reins away from Jake Fromm, and I understand why. Jake Fromm right now is looking really good. You got like four or five quarterbacks that are actually coming out of college. Now, I don't think well, Fromm is not coming out of college; he's only a sophomore. But you got a lot of you got very good quarterback play across the board in college and just about every single conference. This is the first time I've seen this in a long time. So, um, yeah. Like I said, it, 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 as far as college go, the Kelly Bryant situation is unfortunate because he's a good quarterback. I would like to see him go to a, a – honestly, I would like to see him go to an ACC team and just light it up. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, Florida State could really use a quarterback right now. <laughs> Man, I don't think quarterback even <laughs> – <Like, laughs> no, I mean, that's, I mean Man. that's true. That's true. I mean, that's true. They have more problems than a quarterback, but yeah. now you come to think about it, he might not need to go there. No, no, yeah. that could only ruin things. Yeah, he might not point. need. To, he might not need to go there. I, <laughs> he might need to just go to the Big Ten or something. Kind of think there, about there's it. There's been a history of players that are really good transferring and going to other schools that need a little bit of help where they think they can shine, and it doesn't turn out so well. Yeah, but you know what? A team that actually did good after the Notre Dame game, oh. Michigan is starting to look really good right now. Look. Kelly Bryant could go to Michigan or Michigan State and be be badass right now. Like yeah. I don't think he'll play right away, but you you see what I'm saying. I mean, he'll probably yeah. sit out for the rest of this year. But mm-hmm. he can go to Michigan or Michigan, especially Michigan State. Michigan State is no that offense that they run like is brilliant for quarterbacks. I mean, look at yeah, sad. Denard Robinson was the last good quarterback they had. Yeah, no, he, went to he got injured and couldn't he, even run. He went to Michigan. I'll talk about Michigan State. Oh no, I heard you said Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, as far as Michigan, it, it, it'd be good for that, too, because, you know, Harbaugh does pretty good with quarterbacks, uh, but uh, that hasn't happened since Andrew Luck. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, you look at Michigan State, you, I mean, I remember way back, I mean, it's probably about before you even remember, I remember Jeff Smoker was a good quarterback at Michigan State. You had uh, Kirk Cousins was there, the guy before Kirk Cousins. um Shit, Drew Stanton played. Yeah, Michigan that's what I'm saying. Pretty. Drew Stanton was pretty good there. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if he go to Michigan State, I think he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he'd be fine better off than at Michigan. But either one of those would be great. You might want to start talking. But um, let's talk about some NFL before we go. Because, I mean, college, there's no reason to talk about any college scores. Still a bunch of cupcakes. Oh. Shout out to Kentucky. They're doing good. But mm-hmm. um, outside of that, NFL, give us a couple games on your end that actually surprised you. Uh, Jesus Christ, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> what? I ain't even gonna that? say. I'm gonna. I ain't, I'm not even gonna say Minnesota surprised me. It was more of a Buffalo thing on my. That's opinion. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> good Lord. I mean, I told everybody Josh Allen wasn't that bad, but shit, Minnesota didn't do much to get in his way. Josh Allen. That preseason game Josh Allen played when me and you were talking about, I was like, oh my God, we said this on a prior podcast. I was like, look, this guy can have a, uh, he can have a start like how Peyton Manning started when he first got into the league. Because mm-hmm. that's how bad that preseason game was. Now, we never said that Josh Allen was a bad quarterback. No. We just thought with the team that he has, he's going to go through growing pains. And we, and saw we that. said it's going to be must-watch TV for the good and yeah. the bad. Yeah, and I mean, just <laughs> with, just because of that team he had, he didn't have any assets to really deal with outside of Shady McCoy. Which, um, uh-huh. you know, but I will say, Josh Allen kind of proved us wrong a little bit. He looked pretty good, and 
they the defense played pretty well. So I mean, I I, I don't have anything to say. Did you see that hurdle? No, I missed it. I missed it because I didn't watch the game. Man, he hurdled a defender like he was Todd Gurley or something, bro. Hold on, hold on. You talking about Josh Allen? Swear to God, yeah. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look that cliff up once this podcast is over. He I'm was balling. The defense was balling. Um, I think that Vontae Davis thing was definitely a wake up call for him. Maybe Vontae they realize Davis. how much they actually do suck. Somebody Vontae retired Davis. at halftime. I, I really didn't want to talk about that guy, but like seriously, you 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 really can't wait till the game was over. <laughs> I mean, like, I, bro, y'all suck. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I played football. I played football before, but I, I wouldn't have never done that. But I mean, hey, t- it's the first time for everything. Somebody could, you know. Well, but so congratulations to the Bills. They played pretty well. They did good. They went into Minnesota and they slapped Minnesota around. I mean, um, there's no game that really surprised me. I am, as everybody knows, I am a Falcons fan, and I know we lost to the Saints. And, I mean, people are, like, rubbing it in Falcon fans' face. I get it. Big rivalry, mm-hmm. Saints-Falcons. I get it. Right. But I'm going to tell you this. If I tell you that Matt Ryan – first of all, I ain't even going to go with Matt Ryan. Drew Brees get the ball first in overtime. What the fuck you expect? Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. I mean, Drew Brees would have... Drew Brees... I could say Aaron Rodgers based on talent, but his the people around him has let him down in these situations. So I, can, I, I won't say definitively the Green Bay Packers, but Aaron Rodgers, yes. Tom Brady, and even in some cases, you can say this for Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. You give these guys the ball in a clutch situation like this, Yep. They're going to they're going to perform. I mean, you got other quarterbacks. Ben Ben would do it. I mean, yep. you know, Philip Rivers could do it. If, if, Brady A. Rod. Right, right. You know they're going to do it. So what do you expect? But I mean, if you say with Matt Ryan is going to throw five touchdowns in a game, they're going to lose. I mean, nobody's betting against that. And honestly, I'm actually surprised that you know once again, you know they took the clipboard from Sark and. these guys actually played some good ball throughout I mean there were no crazy plays I mean Calvin really got off he threw for like I mean he caught like 176 and you know I mean they actually played good I I can I can accept the loss like this against the Saints I I honestly can't you never want to I mean Matt Ryan played as well as he possibly could yeah I mean I mean what else could you expect I mean he did everything he never got back on the field in overtime Drew Brees got the ball first. Drew Brees is going to do this against 99.999% of the teams in the league if you give him the ball first in overtime. And Kamara is Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. I will will say this. This is like the first game I can say Alvin Kamara got off against the Falcons because, I mean, he did his thing. And I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it is or not because he does this to all other teams. But this is one of the good times that he's done that. Michael Thomas, he come off late. He had like 100 yards receiving. You know, I mean, all around, I mean, both both defenses suck, and yeah. and and, and, uh, and I can say and I'm gonna say this I can say that if I can suck we do the injury I mean we just lost another safety both our side of safeties are out for the season Keanu Neal's out with a torn ACL um I forgot uh the other safety because I'm not good with names uh Pool yeah uh, Brian Brian Pool's out with a torn Achilles. Yeah. They're, they're not coming back for the rest of the year. Deion Jones is supposed to come out like week 11 with a bad yeah. leg or something like that. You, those three guys, and I'm not even going to talk about Vic Beasley. I ain't that guy. Whatever. Um, Vic Beasley's just been a disappointment overall. But um, he, oh, man. I mean, See, the thing t- with Vic Beasley. Tech, Tech McKinley didn't play this game. So it's yeah. a, lot, a lot of guys on defense didn't play. I mean, you had like, the you had the uh, Trufant. You had Rocky. Uh, Robert Alford, that, and that, that basically was it. And they, I mean, injury bug has got the best of the Falcons. I get it. The Saints' defense is horrible. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, they 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 let the Buccaneers put up forty on them in Week One. They almost lost to the Browns, and now they gave up thirty-seven to the to the the Falcons. They suck. I mean, all you can. I mean, we can talk about Kamara. He's great. Breeze is great. Uh, even Ben Watson played pretty good. But, I mean, that defense, they need some help over there because, I mean, injuries is not an excuse because next man up. But, I mean, you can look at it and be like, okay, they they're lo- they lost like four of their starters. So, uh, all right, mm-hmm. I get it, you know. But, I mean, they're, all their starters are in game for the Saints, and they're like constantly putting up, you know, letting other teams put up numbers on them. I mean, that, that's a problem that needs to be fixed. But, um, 
it that 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 was like the surprise for me, you know, as far as how well they played. That, I mean, I ain't gonna say a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's a game that stood out. The surprise, honestly, to me, is Pat Mahomes. That that, that kid, kid. Like, that kid right now is on another level. That that kid is on another level, and if he keeps this up, I don't know if any rookies or whatever win MVP. If he keeps this up, he, he can easily be that guy. But I, I doubt it. I doubt it if he will. I don't mean because. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say like this because the season changed so many times before the season is over. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm not trying to cast any dispersions on him and saying that it's not gonna happen, but yeah. it won't be unlikely if it does. It just won't because the season changes. I tell you, um, these next three games will be a test for him. He got the Broncos at the Broncos. He got the Jaguars at home. Ooh. He got the Patriots in New England. Oh, God. Uh, Bengals at home. Broncos at home. Browns on the road. Cardinals at home. Rams on the road. Raiders on the road. Well, that, that game don't count. No, no. The Raiders game don't count. Yeah, no. Neither one but, of those don't count. But I, I can see what you're saying. Out of all of these, he's going to be tested. Um, he's going to be tested outside of probably that Cardinals game and the Raiders game. Yeah. Honestly, the next five games is really – the next six games really is going to tell you everything you need to know about him. Because um, you look at the teams that he played. He played the Chargers. Okay. He played the Steelers. Not We're not even going there. We went there last week. And even against uh, yes. the 49ers is still young. I ain't going to say they're a young team, but they're still getting acclimated to each other. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that that it, it, it's fool's goal because the numbers he's putting up is astronomical, but mm-hmm. it's like you're playing against let, – let, let's see. You Did you play, mention the Chargers? Because they're actually a good defense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He played against the Chargers. I give him that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm talking about the other two. The Steelers yeah. and the 49ers, I'm like, all right. I mean, the Steelers is the same defense that almost let Fitzpatrick come back in the game last week, this past Monday. Yeah. Jesus. You know, and I, I'm not even going to talk about Fitz. I'm not. I'm no. not talking about him right now. I'm just. No. I mean, what is there to talk about? He's done this when he played with the Bills. He's Jets. done it when he played. He done this when he played with the Jets. Yeah. So I mean, the first three games, he's always awesome. You know, yep. the, the the best thing about Fitzpatrick, what you need to do is have a guy take you to like the wild card game in the playoffs, then go down and let Fitz play the rest. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's that's what you need to do because I mean he's good for like the first three games, but um yeah. no but like seriously though um you you're looking at him being really gonna be tested because that pass rush for the Broncos is gonna get to him the Jaguars pass rush is gonna get to him and you can say what you want about the Patriots and they played against the Lions or whatever the Patriots always play good at Foxborough so mm-hmm. it, those three games right there the Bengals yeah so so they're okay. You got to go back and play the Broncos again. And right now, um, we're really going to see what the Browns is about when they play the Browns on November 4th. Because their defense has always been pretty good. Mm-hmm. The Browns defense has been good ever since Johnny Menzel been there. But it's just that the offense never got off. But now they got a quarterback, and he's looking pretty good right now. So, um, I'm, I'm yeah. not, I, I, you know what, look, I'm going to see. I, I'm really going to watch this Browns team. The Browns and the Bills. I'm going to look at if Josh Allen. Let's see what he can do. Man, let me tell you something. My 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 Patriots, man. Oh, I, I just I told people this was coming. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Carry on, Johnson. Everybody man. thought everything was. Man, everybody thought everything was apple pie in the sky. Just, oh my God, Bill Belichick, he's amazing. Like. Tom Brady has Edelman out. Uh, nobody can get open except Gronk. He's getting double teamed. We got no run game. Sonny Michelle's trying to catch passes with his feet, it looks like. That's how many drops he had. That's my it, guy. That's my guy, man. But I, I like Sonny Michelle, bro. Always, but I always thought, and I mean, I, I'm surprised nobody saw this in college. I never thought Sonny Michelle was an every down number one back. No. I, I never thought he was. No. Nick, Nick Chubb, yes. Nick Chubb gives you that because little do people know, Nick Chubb is damn near like a shorter version of Todd Gurley. I mean, mm-hmm. basically he was right behind Todd Gurley, so you already know what you're getting. So I can see him as a number one back, but um, Sony, I never saw Sony as a number one. 
And what I've been trying to tell folks for the longest time is they 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 can't see it from the outside looking in. When I say we're stagnant, people don't get what I mean. We have been at the top of the NFL for the longest time. We have not gotten better. We've remained stagnant. The I, I, league I, I, has caught up with us. I, I think with the thing about the Patriots, and it's the thing with that makes them so successful, they've been interchanging for the past 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. They haven't necessarily gotten better to say, we're going to continue to push for the future. We're just going to basically sit with what we have and whatever the formula continues to work because we're going to keep interchanging these parts instead of just saying, I mean, just look at the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. Yeah, that that whole thing right there just tells you what you need to know. It's like Tom Brady's great; he's going to continue to be great. But one, there's going to come a time that Tom Brady just going to, you know, he's going to retire. Yeah. Jimmy was perfect for that situation. Then you look at everything else, every other player that's on the the um, Patriots. They haven't really set nothing up for the future for all those great guys who left. They just kept interchanging those parts. And, and the thing the is. Okay, if we left it up to Bill Belichick, we would have had no Gronk and kept Garoppolo this year. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he just, he's off of his fucking rocker, dude. I mean, it's its that simple. He has this ego. Okay, everybody thinks people get worse when they leave the Patriots. Chandler Jones leads the league in sacks. League in sacks since he's, he was traded. Okay, so people need to stop with that. And look at our pass rush now. It's non-existent. Yeah. Our secondary sucks. People talking about Malcolm Butler being statistically the worst cornerback in the league. That has nothing to do with him not playing in the Super Bowl last year. Hey but man, because listen, it's Bill Belichick. Listen, that that kid you got that's the DB right now, uh, hmm. Stephon Gilmore, uh-huh. he sucks because he went to South Carolina. Oh, my God. I'm Look, just going to leave it at that. Gilmore's been balling for us. He's our only saving grace. Damn All right. Chicken. But when you got these Patriots fans talking about, well, of course we lost. Eric Rowe is out. Excuse me. Eric Rowe played the Super Bowl and was the reason we lost. <laughs> now you're going to tell me we lost because he didn't play? Miss me with that. Overall, I hate where the Patriots are right now, and the worst part about it is we're going to have Band-Aids put on the team because when Edelman and Josh Gordon come back, everybody's going to think, oh, the Patriots are back. We'll be fine. It's, it's not the case. This dynasty is coming to an end I rapidly I, fast. Honestly, I think the saving grace is Tom Brady's mind and his arm. That's, that's, basically, that's basically what it is. Cause I, I I don't I don't see anything that's actually gonna be um something that you can continue to progress to get better. The more times no. you're gonna try to continue to interchange parts, yeah. you're gonna continue. I mean, it's just like a car, it's gonna break down eventually. Yeah, and that's um, what I mean by stagnant. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I mean by stagnant. It's like, right. how many right. times can you put a bandaid over an open wound? Right. Well, I, I like this kid, Carryon Johnson. I've liked this kid ever. Oh, since that kid's he, a monster. Yeah, I've liked him ever since he played um that uh. The SEC championship against um no not the SEC championship the game where Georgia got blown out by Auburn last year in Auburn mm-hmm. it was just a regular SEC game that kid was nice in that game blew Georgia out like forty to ten or something like that now Georgia did get the redemption when they got back in the SEC championship but a little to that I mean Roquan Smith pretty much hurt Carryon Johnson with a with a nice looking hit. In like the first or second quarter, but that, yeah. that let me tell you, we always said Matthew Stafford needed a running game. We 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 both vouch that yep. Saquon Barkley needed to go to the Lions if anything. Yes, that's the thing that Matthew Stafford needed because Matthew Stafford is phenomenal quarterback that just just never really had the help outside of Calvin Johnson. Yeah. So with this running game, yeah, right now they're what one and two, but I mean. You can look at them maybe for the rest of the year, maybe next year. They can start making some moves, especially with that division itself. You're looking at the Packers, which mm. we're going to talk about that before we leave because, I mean, we're done with the topics, but I want to talk about something else as far as the Packers go. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at the Packers. They're on a decline. I don't care what anybody says. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love his talent, but that team, since Jordy Nelson left, it hasn't been the same. And Jordy mm. Nelson's balling with the sorry-ass Raiders. That's another story. Um, the Vikings are the Vikings. And um, the Bears, even with Khalil Mack is looking nice, that team is like one year away. Yeah. So the Lions do have a chance. You know, I think next year 
and I know we're going to get ahead of ourselves with this, the Lions really need to look for another pass rusher or a lockdown corner or another receiver. Those are the two things they need to look for in the next year's draft. And I think they'll continue to be on their way. Um, anything else you want to add with the NFL stuff? No, I think Des Bryant needs to sign with the Bears. I think Des Bryant needs to be on the team, period. Uh, I get it. I get I, it. I, I definitely agree. Like, there's no Bryant. there's no reason why he should there's no reason why he's not on the team right now. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's a different subject for another day. Um before we close this out, this roughing the passer stuff, bro. The the, the Packers <laughs> are like getting decimated by a rule that was changed because of Aaron Rodgers. Man, Clay Matthews, I don't know how he held in his anger as much as he did in that. He like he wanted to punch somebody. Oh yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I mean not only that, I'm not even talking about Clay Matthews. You look at these other players. It wasn't it like some player that's on the Dolphins that tore his ACL trying to do it yep. the right way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this has gotten way out of hand. I mean completely out of hand with this rough in the pass. And some of the stuff is not even rough in the pass. It's just it's a it's a regular tackle. And it just oh, goes to show that the people making these rules have never played football day in their life. Absolutely not. And the ones who have played football are just going along to get along because, I mean, it, it, it's just ridiculous that some of these guys are getting to the point where they're hurting themselves trying not to make a decent – it's like a guy, average guy, 250, 260 pounds, 6'1", 6'2". Going at full speed trying to take out a quarterback because – the court, most of these quarterbacks have quick releases. Last quarterback I remember to have a slow release that they're not playing no more. Tim Tebow and Brock Osweiler. You see where they are right now. Oh, God. You know, so all these other quarterbacks got a decent, you know, a decent quick release. Mm-hmm. So you got to get, if you get past that lineman or you get off that edge, you need to get to the quarterback as fast as possible. Because even if they don't see you, once they put that arm up, that ball could be going like, like that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go full speed. And once they go full speed, you cannot tell a, core, a, a lineman or anybody on defense to, to stop on a dime and try to fall away that you don't put your weight on a guy. You're putting your weight into him as you make the tackle. That That's tackling. You're, you're taught to put your weight on a, on a on an object when you're going to tackle them. So when they and go down spoke, to the, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we spoke about this several times on the football field. If you're playing half speed or hesitating, that's how you get hurt. Not only that, that's how, that's the quickest way to get your ass on the bench because the coach ain't going for that. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, And if you're going half speed, it's going to, it's going to show because everybody else is going to fly by you. Mm-hmm. You try to go high speed while you're going up against a 300-pound lineman, you're going to get pancaked every single time. Mm-hmm. That, that That offensive lineman is going to eat you for lunch all day long. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, so it's like, well, what are we supposed to do now? There, there's been rumblings that the um, the committees are getting together to discuss this because once that guy tore his ACL and this thing going on with Clay Matthews, and um, it, it's becoming a problem, and they're, they're they're starting to see that. So maybe some common sense will finally get back into uh, this um, this whole situation. Um, it needs uh-huh. to. Cause it, it's getting bad. I really hope so. Yeah, it's getting terrible. So, uh, anything else you want to add before we close it out? I mean, I think we covered uh, everything. No, that's um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we try to keep it around an hour. We try, like I said in the last episode, we're trying to condense the podcast, so we just gonna hit the topics and watch our opinions because uh, we don't want to drag it out too long. A lot of dead air, dead space. Um. We want to just continue to get everybody on board as far as listening and being interactive and being engaged, especially being on board with me and Bills. I think we do a great job, and I appreciate everybody who continue to support. Also, um, we're going to be on SoundCloud um, within uh, a day or so after this podcast um, goes up. So um, if you haven't already, go follow us on SoundCloud. I'm actually trying to put... Um, Trying to put things in motion where you can download the podcast strictly off SoundCloud so you don't even have to worry about, um, you know, using any data at that point. Um, just have to pull a few more strings to get that done. Also, um, we're also in a process of expanding the podcast on a different level. Uh, still trying to talk to a few people trying to get that done. So um, um, 
just stay tuned, just stay focused, stay on point with us, and we'll stay on point with you as far as any updates or anything change. And once again, I, I can say I can't appreciate you guys enough for listening. Um, I'm, I'm done on, on my end. Bills, anything else you want to say before we close out? Nah, man, please, by all means, keep supporting the podcast. Uh, we do this for y'all. Um, as always, you can submit any topics you want us to talk about, um, give feedback on anything we said on the podcast, and, yeah, just make sure you share it with your, with your friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Share it with everybody, with your friends, your family, grandma, everybody can listen. I mean, we try to keep it friendly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> whatever um but yeah seriously though um yeah just try to you know just try to stay engaged Um, i'm also thinking of other ways to get our listeners interact you know interactive with us with the podcast as far as topics not only just going to ask we may just put it out there on twitter what you guys want to talk about what you want us to talk about and uh Mm -hmm. we'll just just go from there but um like i said there's a lot of things in the works right now so we're not going to necessarily put everything out there just more expansion and more interaction. Basically, those are the two things that we're focused on. So, don't I don't have anything else. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it a day. Try yep. to continue to knock this backlog out, and that's pretty much it. You guys be good. You guys take care. Peace. Peace.